You know, we're going to take you to some live images right now over northern Gaza. You can see what we've been watching are a combination of flares and what appear to be strikes as night begins to fall over there uh, in, in Gaza. And, uh, of course, as we've been monitoring, the Israeli military says it's still been targeting Hamas infrastructure ahead of the truce that doesn't take effect until tomorrow morning. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed to continue the war after the fighting pause, saying it won't end until, quote, Hamas is destroyed, all the hostages are released, and there is nobody in Gaza who can threaten Israel. So we're going to continue to monitor some of these images uh, as we welcome our next guest, CNN military analyst and former NATO Supreme Allied Commander General uh, Wesley Clark. So uh, obviously we've been watching some of these, some of these images here. Uh, there was a question of how perhaps intense strikes would be in the lead up to the actual moment this truce took effect. And so we're expecting it to begin at 3 a.m. Eastern time, and this maybe precedes my question, but what do you expect to happen lead, leading up to that moment? Well, first of all, I think the strikes will be as intense as Israel has targets for. There'll be no slacking off until the exact moment of the truce. Um, and I'm sure that this was an issue that was uh, really hammered out in the cabinet. I'm sure there were voices saying, you can't give a truce. You've got to go through with this. You've got to finish the job against Hamas. And so uh, the Israeli military will be pressing to do as much as they can. During the truce period, Omar, they're going to still have the right to self-defense. And, you know, it's a very strange, you call it a truce, it could be called a you know, a, a pause, it could be called a temporary ceasefire, but whatever you call it, there's no enforcement mechanism. So there are no independent observers on the ground. And what normally happens when something like uh, this kind of a pause occurs is th maybe the shooting stops for a while, but pretty soon it starts again because someone feels threatened and they have the right to self-defense. After the period of four or five days, assuming the hostages get released on schedule, unless there's a continuing release of hostages beyond the 50. As uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu said, he's going to resume. And this is going to be the real struggle. There'll be strong political forces, pressure on Israel not to resume. So how this gets resolved is the key strategic problem for Israel. And for those just tuning in, we're, we're monitoring uh, the scene over Gaza right now. We've been seeing some flares, combination of what appear to be some strikes going into Gaza as well as night begins to fall. And obviously, uh, under 20 hours to when this truce was set to effect. This is, of course, before then. Um, I, now, when we look, uh, General, at some of the details in this deal, four to five day pause. But what does a pause like this typically mean militarily? What what? can and can't you do essentially in a time frame like that? Well, when it starts, um, let's look at it from the Israeli side. Um, mm -hmm. They'd like to replenish, relax, get the, get a break for the troops that are in frontline contact, but can they really trust Hamas? So there'd be a period of doubt here and they'll have to keep their guard up and, and, uh, and uh, they'll consolidate their positions. They're inside Gaza, but they don't control Gaza. There are tunnel entrances that are being shot at from behind on some occasions. So they don't really have any security in there. Maybe they'll rotate some troops in and out. On the Hamas side, they're gonna use it to re consolidate, replenish, resupply, reorganize, try to reestablish communications and be ready for the next wave of the Israeli fighting. So uh, this is a humanitarian effort. There'll be some humanitarian assistance that comes in. 
um, unless there are some really strange, strong controls here. Hamas is going to get what it needs out of that humanitarian assistance and replenish its own uh, fuel stocks or whatever. So th this is, uh, let's get the hostages out. That'll be a great thing. Um, but this is far from over, Omar. And it's very dynamic. It's really hard to predict where it's going to go. And it's not just on the ground that we're looking at here. U.S. and Israel both pausing drone flights over Gaza as part of this hostage deal as well, per a senior White House uh, official. And to one of your points that you made, Israel's government has made clear they plan to resume its air and ground campaign to, quote, complete the eradication of Hamas uh, after this, this truce, temporary pause, whatever you want to call it. But also they've left the door open to continue these pauses by an additional day for every 10 hostages who are released. So how do you expect Israel to try and balance their goal of hostage release, but also with their goal of destroying Hamas? You know, that's the tough call. And um, it's, a, it's a really tough political call on Netanyahu and, and his war cabinet, because um, the military knows that Hamas is, uh, Hamas to win, a victory for Hamas is they've used the hostages and they've survived this. And then they emerge as heroes among their followers and supporters, the Iranians, the Hezbollah, and these other Palestinian jihadi groups. They will use the hostages. Eventually, they hope Israel will lose its appetite for continuing the fight. And Hamas will say, ah, oh, we made it. It was a successful operation. Israel knows this. Israel knows that if they don't eliminate Hamas, that it will set the stage for future operations like this, perhaps by Hezbollah coming out of Lebanon. So this is a really, really tough call. In the past, Israel has turned loose a thousand prisoners to get one Israeli soldier back. So the weight on Israel is human life, Israeli human life is the most important overriding factor. But this is the first time that Israel has declared an existential threat. According to Prime Minister Netanyahu, this is Hamas, is an existential threat. Maybe that changes the calculus. <clears throat> there are all kinds of dynamics that are, make it very unpredictable, Omar. Yeah, and uh, of course, and I, I should mention again, as you've been talking, we've been seeing these flares and what appear to be strikes happen as night begins to fall there. So a lot of dynamics to keep an eye on, even ahead of this long negotiated truce or pause or whatever you, you want to call it. General Wesley Clark, thank you so much. And leaders from around the world.